welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. My name is Al, and I'm a cat person. And this is my co-host, Courtney. Who we found out quickly is not a cat person. <laughs> you are a dog person. Look, I... I was yelled at by Al because I told the cat no. Yeah, because you said it loud yeah, you and say, mean. You say no. No. You <laughs> no don't. is a bad word. You say I love you. Come here. Let me give you little pats on your beautiful little head. <laughs> You're so perfect and precious. Okay. This is how we break cats <laughs> and animals <laughs> Listen, in general. It's not my cat. It's my best friend's cat. Yeah. So it's fine. We're we're once again in, uh, uh, what, what, what will we call? The um, home away from home? Yeah. The associate producer. <laughs> producer's house uh we're in we're in their office and um there's a cat and she's magnificent she's great i she sat on my lap because she knows i'm not particularly you fond of cats hated every minute <laughs> no, of she it was, i was just busy look when a cat sits on your lap and you you're doing something and the cat's like pet me i'm like well i'm not hey i'm not into it right now Courtney, can i tell you something yeah she's right behind you <laughs> is she really oh my god <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> well, my entire job is going to be just shoving her away from the computer so she doesn't stop our recording. Yeah. And, Lister, you may ask, well, why don't you just close the door? We tried that. I did. See, here's the thing. I've been told that this cat does not like closed doors. I'm like, it can't be that bad. And we close the door. Hey, it's bad. <laughs> and it was whap, 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 whap. And then I said to Al, does it stop? Three, pa- three second pause. Whap, 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 whap. Oh, it doesn't stop. This is when I told the cat no, and then Al just opened the door and let the cat. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the room where the hands are, and the hands are used for petting and also for feeding. Well, I'm not going to do either of those. She won't like me. <laughs> I did pet her and feed her as soon as I came yeah, in. Yeah, you so. sure did. Yeah, you did. But that's okay. We're going to, you know... We're gonna do our best. You might hear some purrs on the yeah on the the old mic. We'll but, try uh, to edit. <laughs> we'll try to. We, and we're next to a hospital, so we might hear some more fun stuff. Yeah, we're professionals. We're not next to a hospital. No, we're not. Are oh, we not? No. Was that their old? That place? was the old place. Never mind. I don't know where I, the fuck I. Am. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. okay. You don't need to. Let me whisk you away. I drove. I drove me here. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. I have a question for you. Good. I have an answer. What's your favorite pig-based conflict? Uh, ooh, love the pig war. Mm, gotta love the pig war. We are Pacific Northwesters. We love a pig war in, in which a pig died. Yeah. And the Canadians and the Americans were very upset at each other. Oh, they were all mad. Uh, the, the, I also love, I love like... The Bacon Wars. The Bacon Wars. Like the Baconator and like yeah. that sort of thing. That was good war over I pig. didn't have that on my list of no. four main historical pig wars. There's four of them? I have four. Give it. Just give it to me. First one, Bay of Pigs. Tangential. Oh, no pigs. Oh. <laughs> that would have been a good one for me to pull out of my butt. Second one, 30 to 50 feral hogs. Fictional yeah. pigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Then second, we have the Pig War. Yeah. Which, uh, for a little background on that, on June 15th, 1859, American farmer Lyman Cutler of San Juan Island found a pig rooting in his garden, eating his tubers. It wasn't the first time, but it was the last time because he shot the pig. Yep. The pig was owned by an Irish shepherd named Charles Griffith, who refused all offers of compensation for the pig, to which Cutler then said, well, fine, I shouldn't have to pay you anyways. That pig was trespassing. 
Uh, there's a sort of a folk storytelling of it in which Cutler says to Griffith, it was eating my potatoes, and Griffith replied, it is up to you to keep your potatoes out of my pig. <laughs> I like that a lot. So because this is a small island that's being, uh, you know, it has uh, colonial authorities from both Britain and America on it, uh, the British authorities tried to arrest Cutler, and then the American settlers called for military protection, Big Bang Bong, nearly a full-scale conflict. Mm. As for the fourth major historical pig-based conflict... What could it be? Let me give you a little context. Okay. By misquoting the bard. <laughs> I love to do that. <laughs> Two households, both alike in confederacy, upon oh. the tug fork of West Virginia, where we lay our scene, Uh-oh. from ancient grudge to new pig snatchery, where civil wars make uncivil porcine thieves. This is very good. Thank you. You did this last night? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Al did tell me they were uh, losing lucidity very quickly. <laughs> well, when we, once we get towards the end, okay, okay, okay. you'll see. Can you, do you have any sorry, guesses? Sorry, I'm going to keep looking back. Well, Civil War. Is there a Civil War page? This war? is about um, people that were involved in the Civil War, yeah. but a smaller group. Smaller groups, not. A smaller group in West Virginia. I don't know. We are talking about huh? the Hatfields and McCoys. <gasps> what? Can I tell you, yeah. when I went to the Pigeon Forge, mm-hmm. they have a Hatfields they, and McCoy dinner show. They do in Tennessee. They have a, It's been on since 2010. Are you kidding me? <laughs> gotta make money off that. You gotta make money off of that. There's also a like a TV show that yeah. I watched. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why they were so angry. Lots of reasons. Sort of ongoing reasons. Ongoing. Yeah. On, on, when you got a vendetta. You got a vendetta. And you gotta, you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it going, because then you get a dinner show at Pigeon Forge. Yeah. And now, some other things, maybe. And to be fair, though, yeah. uh, you know what else is a dinner show at Pigeon Forge? What? The Civil War. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you have, do you have to, like, cheer for a side? I mean. Probably, huh? I don't want to be in that I don't room. even want to step foot. Ooh. <laughs> So the Hatfields and the McCoys, they're two families that have become shorthand for the concept of intercommunity feuding. And they both came from the West Virginia, Kentucky area, and largely both sides fought for the Confederacy in the Civil War. Yeah. Their feud kicked off during the Civil War when basically one side, the uh, someone from one side was killed by ostensibly people from the other side. Was it a pig? No, this a person. the pig is coming into the Oh, the picture. pig is coming. The pig okay. is coming. It's waddling over here. <laughs> Uh, so the feud kicked off in, during the Civil War, but it continued until 1891, after a number of deeply unpleasant conflicts and exactly one set of not-so-star-crossed lovers. <gasps> but really? Also, yeah. There was a, a woman from one side who I think was in love with a man from the other side, and I think, I don't 100% remember, but he may have gotten her pregnant and they married her cousin. Oh! As Juan does. The, the cat is on the table, folks. Oh, shit. She is she is holding on to Al's thigh like. for dear life. <laughs> we did not like the down elevator. <laughs> I like I like this. I like the uh, the 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 Romeo and Juliet esque mm. marrying the cousin and getting her pregnant. Maybe not, but <laughs> but in Romeo and Juliet there was no pig. There was well, I mean Romeo was a pig. Oh, he was a pig. He was a fucking hog, <laughs> <laughs> folks. He was a fucking. <laughs> 
now in 1878, 13 relatively quiet years after the initial start of the schism between the two families, there was a debate about a hog owned by <gasps> Floyd Hatfield. Oh. Randolph McCoy claimed the hog was his and that the marks on its ears represented his family, not Floyd's. They took the matter to the local justice of the peace, Anderson Hatfield. <laughs> and you never guess whose side he took. That must have been some pig. So, <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. So not quite as exciting as the San Juan Pig War, but um, it wasn't the last time a pig would come between those two families. Are you gonna? Okay. No, it's not. Boomst. It's not weird and horny. Oh, okay. That's uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy's hog. <laughs> In 1979. Whoa. 101 years after the pig incident, uh-huh. descendants of both families appeared on a special series of family feud episodes. What? <laughs> okay, who's hosting this? Oh, it was Richard Dawson. Oh, good. And excellent. she kissed every woman on the list. Yes, absolutely. I was hoping you would say that. Good, good, good. Excellent. Oh, wow. Do you think the producers pitched to them, or do you think... The Hatfields and the McCoys, since I they think, probably have agents or whatever, they, they pitched it, right? I don't know if they did in 1979, but they, I, don't know. I think I think the show probably pitched it to them. That's my guess. Family feud. Could you imagine bringing bringing them together? Yeah, bringing them. That must have been. I would have watched it. <laughs> you still can on YouTube. Honestly. What other famous families do you think descendants of famous families do you think Family Feud could bring together? Ooh. I would just love a Kennedys versus <laughs> anyone else, frankly. Yeah, that would be good. Maybe can we get the Kennedys on Family Feud? Sort of the children of oil barons, and then yeah. we can sort of summarily execute them all on stage. Yeah. How about, like, um, the builders of the Titanic and, uh, what was it, a Rockefeller who Ooh, died? yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Execute on stage. That could be a losing battle. No, all of them. Oh, all of them. No, I think all it's of them. It's not Family Feud. It's it's just live executions. Is what you're, <laughs> That's what I'm pitching. Is what you're pitching. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so it, was a, it was a week-long event in which they played for both a cash prize and a pig. Which what? was kept on the stage throughout no. the games. Is there pictures and stuff of this? There's a video. You can There's, watch you it. You can watch it. You can watch it. Did you watch it? I watched. I saw the pig. <laughs> how did the pig look? It looked cute. Yeah. How big was the pig? It wasn't. It wasn't like a big like a big hog or anything. It wasn't a hog. It was a, almost it was a baby. A well, no, it was like a normal size pig. It was normal size pig. Well, was, pigs are big. It wasn't a piglet. It was pigs are big. Pigs are like bigger than us. Well, I'm longer. sorry. I didn't know I had a pig expert on the podcast today. <laughs> I've seen a few hogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Look. <laughs> Uh, so at the end, the McCoys won the series, but the Hatfields won more money. So the decision was made to change the amount won by the McCoys to be a dollar more than that of the Hatfields. Aww. It came out to 11273 Plus, they got the pig. Plus, they got the pig. Yeah. And everyone's happy. Everyone's having a good time. I can't believe this. <laughs> I love these stuff. I thought it was so wild. I think this is funny. <laughs> God. Oh. Huh. What's interesting is that all of these major pig-based conflicts have their roots in settler colonialism. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, framing those conflicts through agricultural concepts of ownership is a really interesting conversation, but not one that we'll be having today. Oh, darn. Because even though I've spent however many minutes it's been telling you about pig fights, they actually have very little to do with what today's ad is about. <laughs> 
Ain't that just the way? Except to say, well, there certainly are a lot of different kinds of pigs, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm now scared. Where are we going, Al? There's a lot of different types of pigs. What different types of pigs? Yeah, pot belly. Spotty ones. Um, big I, ones, I've seen ones. a lot of them in Red Dead Redemption 2. I cataloged them. Old Berkshire. What do you mean you catalog them? Well, that's what you do. What do you, you like, take a picture? Notes, yeah. You write in your you say, nature journal? My name's Arthur Morgan, and I saw a pig today. Is this what you do in this video game? It's part of it. It's the part this I This is what it. you do. I go around, I, I look at animals, I yeah. play dominoes. <laughs> Wait, don't you aren't you supposed to like kill people? I don't or? know, man. <laughs> You're just a sad gay cowboy. <laughs> looking yep. at some hogs. That's my thing. I get it. That's my thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the conflict between the Hatfields and McCoys, pig and all, is often categorized using a term coined by Sigmund Freud in oh, 1917. No based off the work of a British anthropologist named Ernest Crawley, who studied, among other things, the anthropology of marriage. As we all know, anthropology as a field of study is based around the deeply colonial instinct to work within the construction of knowledge to reiterate systems of control. And Freud, as we all know, was an absolute dickhead who said a lot of <laughs> bullshit, which somehow manages to pervade North American culture to this day. I blame Frazier. Frazier. I blame him. Frazier. He was a he was a Freudian and was he? And, yes. Good lord. And Niles was a young Jungian. I know. Who 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 in the nineties was a fucking <laughs> Freudian, yeah, he was a Freudian. That's what he did. That's what his whole shtick was. Bonkers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think the writers understood. No, but I, I blame him for it prevailing. I, th- but I think it's also just like through all the concepts that he came up with, even though they are false, they don't mean anything. Maybe because they're all horny. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Because like humans largely think about sex either in a negative or positive way. And so it's like, well, this fucking Freud guy, he, he has some about, ideas. He has some ideas about genitals, I guess. <laughs> and my mom. Uh, so <laughs> I just can't believe how much we talk about him, considering how wrong he's been about about pretty much everything he's ever said. Look, back then, you could just throw a dart and come up with a fucking brain idea. The reason why humans are the way they are. You just say it, and people are like, "You're wow, so smart. that makes sense. You're so smart in German." <laughs> You're so smart in German. Translated as actually not that smart. <laughs> okay, so this term that he coined. Yeah. That gets apply- applied to the H&Ms. Pygmalion. <laughs> is that what we're talking about? It's a good about? joke, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke. You didn't... Is this not where we're going? No. Okay. Uh, it's called the narcissism of small differences. Okay. The main idea, which is usually applied in a racist context, is that the communities who are spatially and socially linked are more likely to engage in feuds because due to their overall similarities, they are more likely to be hypersensitive to the things that separate them. Okay. So it's not hard to imagine how white theorists have weaponized that concept over time. Yes. And personally, I don't think there's any type of human group that term should be applied to, except for one. Hmm? The consumer group. (laughs) Oh! Add creeps. <laughs> We're here. Oh boy! The consumer the consumer group. group. That's you and me. Yeah, that's us. us. That's us. We're the consumer that's group. That's us. Who are I we? bought stuff. What are we? Who? who, who Whom are we? Uh, I don't know. So the, the the narcissism of small differences as a concept has been used by advertisers pretty much since advertising started. Think about it like this: What's the difference between Coke and Pepsi? Um, sugar. It's not much. 
It isn't much. It's not. It's not much of a difference. Though, so if you t- you know, here's the thing: if you ask the consumers, uh-huh. they would say so much, so much, because in service to capitalism and the goal of accumulation of wealth, it's up to advertisers to both create and enforce the difference between Coke and Pepsi drinkers, and they've become incredibly good at it. Coke has Santa, and Pepsi had the uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the two poles. The two poles. Oh, 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 Pepsi also had Britney Spears. Yeah. So, true. well, that makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> if Britney Spears and Santa, if Britney Spears, what I'm saying is you need to pull someone big. Yeah. And if Britney Spears fought Santa, I would be rooting for Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's wild that. <laughs> this is the difference, Al. I'm, I'm Sorry, answering your question. Sorry, they're fighting? Yeah, they're yeah they're fighting. Oh, what about that one where they were? It was Beyonce and uh, Christina, and yeah. and they were in the arena. Yeah, do you remember that one? Was that was Pepsi? That Pepsi? Or Coke? I'm pretty sure that was Pepsi. I think that was Pepsi. Pepsi has their has their hands, their fingers on the pulse of America. It was Beyonce and Pink and oh, I re- and they were gladiators. Yeah, we should do that commercial. We should that'll that'll come that'll come up. up. That'll, come, that'll up. come up. Anyway, if it's Beyonce, Pink, and also Britney Spears fighting Santa Claus and that polar bear, you know who's gonna win? Britney. Yeah, Britch. 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 Gotta work. What was the question again? <laughs> It was about the... Yo, you're the differences. We, uh, these are the clear differences. Because Coke and Pepsi are very similar, but there are people who are like, I'm a Coke person. Yeah. I'm a Pepsi yeah. person. Yeah. What does that mean, to be a Coke person or a Pepsi person? I don't... Well, I hate... Hey, I hate both. It's... I hate people who make that their whole personality. <laughs> so in 1880, only $30 million was spent on advertising in the United States. Whoa. By 1929, it was $11 billion. Jesus Christ. And by 2012, the global annual expenditure on advertising had grown to $498 billion, more than the GDP of Sweden. Sweden must be a little jealous. <laughs> can we get a piece of that? Can we, get a, can we have a little? Get a piece of that fish pie? Mm. They love fish. <laughs> okay, that's weird to say. <laughs> sure. I've seen Bake Off. <laughs> As the field of advertising grew, the creatives behind the commercials began to give the products lives and personalities of their own. Mm. It's the same thing as that oft-heard Tim Gunn question in Project Runway walkthroughs. <gasps> Who's your girl? Who's your girl? Where is she going? <laughs> Tim, she's she's Britney Spears. <laughs> she's, she's going to the Gladiator Arena. <laughs> she's fighting Santa Claus and that polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so this is, you're saying this is connected to the Hatfield and McCoys because it's the same quote-unquote concept that... Wow, you're really ripping me apart. No, 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 I'm ripping, (laughs) I'm ripping, no, 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 I'm ripping Freud apart. Oh, okay. I'm ripping Freud apart. Yes. Okay, okay. I think it's a concept that he came up with to apply to, like, actual groups of people, which I think doesn't make sense in that context, but But does make sense. Advertisers. Got it. Britney the, Spears. Yeah, the way that advertisers try to construct consumer consumers. Mm, differences. Got it, got it, got it. We're so similar. Like, if you look, here's the thing. If you look at Coke and Pepsi, they're the same. Yeah. And if you give it to me, an ingrate, I'd be like, these are both brown liquids. This is the same, yeah. This is the same. Uh, but, uh, but they're like, but we're different, though. But who's Coke and who's Pepsi? But who's Coke people. and who's Pepsi? Oh, God. <laughs> By creating the persona of a product, yeah. advertisers can connect to consumers who fit that profile, convert those who don't, and sell aspiration to those who wish they did. Ugh, this turns my stomach. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's our show. You are the consumer. I am you the consumer. You are also the product? 
You are living the dream. Wow. You just have to buy it first. Wow. Is that it? No, I've got, oh. that's not it. No, I meant, I meant, oh. is that it? Is that how I'm happy? Yeah, that's all, you have, have to, to that's all you have to do. Great. So this ad that I'm talking about today yeah. epitomizes the consumerization of product personas and represents one of the greatest brand rivalries in history. <gasps> By creating the personality of both the product being sold and its direct competitor, Apple Computers oh. makes its point as simple as it gets. Get a Mac, unless, ooh, you're not a PC. <gasps> Ooh, never mind. Oh my gosh. Al, this is perfect. Thank you. This is absolutely perfect. Thank you. Where is John Hodgman here? He's here. Starring Justin Long as the Mac and John Hodgman as the PC. Wow. 323 different ads were created. What? What? So only 66 were authorized to air by Steve Jobs. Hold the phone. How many were 323. created? 323. They, lock, they locked Mr. Justin Long <laughs> and John Hodgman in a fucking booth and just made them go. And only aired about a sixth of them. Oh, my God. And they probably didn't get paid for... Well, they got paid, but... For their time, but... Holy shit. If, any, if there was ever a hint that Apple was a little unhinged, maybe that should be it. Yeah. Maybe that's it, though? They made they threw so much, like, spaghetti at the wall in terms of, like, labor costs and, and effort. Oh, my and... gosh. I'm so glad we're here. I'm so glad we're here. <laughs> wow. Can I tell you a fun fact? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Steve Jobs chose Justin Long to play the Mac after seeing him in Herbie Fully Loaded. Whoa! <laughs> yes! Beep, beep. His, his starring role as Herbie? <laughs> No, absolutely no. not. He's the he's the kid who drove the Herbie. No, wasn't that Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Oh, Lindsay Lohan was in that movie. <laughs> oh my god, I'm my mind is being blown. Justin Long was is a, a a product of his time. Yeah. He's just kind of a goofy. He's just a goofy guy. Goofy guy. We have those in our eras, right? Those were. I mean, all my crushes were goofy guys. Yeah, that's right. Justin Long was predated. Well, he was in the Zach Braff era. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a Zach Braff. He was type. a Zach Braff type for sure. Um, he was a Braff. He was a Braff. <laughs> he was in the TV show Ed. Was he in that? Anyway, I don't, I'm just thinking. I couldn't possibly remember. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what we're saying is we had crushes on goofy guys. Because we like the goofy guys. That's all they gave us. That back was then. the era of goofy guys. Yeah, you didn't want to see a thick muscle man. No, we no himbos back then. No, himbos were not in fashion. Yeah, there was yeah. only rude muscle men, and we weren't. <laughs> yeah, into we it. weren't. But here's the thing, because rude muscle men bullied us as kids, yeah. and we we wanted to look up to the the little the little guys, right? But now we want the muscle men to bully us. We want sexually. We want the goofy guy that's built like a pro wrestler. Yeah. And it can throw us around a little bit. Yeah, we want a John Cena type. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's because the goofy guys like Justin Long, well, not Justin Long in particular, but Justin Long-esque, they're all assholes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. They had a complex that they had to work out, and they still haven't. They need to get a therapist. Um... Uh, they turned out to be assholes, but the himbos have it all together. Goofy That's guy what... is goofy for a reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so the creative director of the ads, Jason Sperling, he summarized Infotech Iconoclast Steve Jobs' thoughts on the ads point of view like this. Why is it that people are using PCs? They're fucking horrible computers. <laughs> this makes no sense to me. 
<laughs> Dude, we're recording this on a Dell. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, get a Dell. Get a Dell. We'll oh my god, there. the same thing. Like a goofy guy. Yeah. Oh my god. College guy. This is okay. Can I tell you why I never? I've never dabbled into Max. Yeah. And that's because they're expensive. Yes. <laughs> Frankly. They're very expensive. And for me, growing up, getting my first laptop in university, I could not afford a, a, a Macintosh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I just started with PC, and then I kept going. Yeah. For a long time, the only place I used Mac was in the office. In the office? Because oh, the, oh, yeah. the company that I worked for for a long time uh, had mostly Macs for most of the time that I was there. See, and then at schools, we started out with, like, those, um, you know, those Apple, yeah. uh, the little Apple boxes, and they are have the colors on the back? Yeah. That's what students used to use all the time. I love those. I um, wanted one of those so bad when I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. Because so I love cool. colors. So cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were gay. Um, and then now Microsoft has just gone into the schools, and now everything's PC. Yeah. So. Microsoft, they got into schools. Everything's PC now. Am I right? <laughs> God. Uh, uh, no, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Mac computers are also technically PCs. Aren't they all PCs? Yeah, because PC just means personal computer. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. They sure marketed that wrong, huh? Wow. <laughs> well, so what are the... Mac is competing with, like... IBM. Oh, IBM. Originally, IBM and Microsoft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Microsoft. Get, remember gateway computers? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. Didn't they have a cow? They did have a cow. They had a cow man. They had a cow man. That was my first computer. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It lasted probably six months and I dropped it in a fucking... <laughs> Jesus. Unceremoniously. Wow. Anyway. So was the ad effective in driving a wedge between Mac and PC users? Yeah. The first ad aired on May 2nd, 2006. And by the end of the year, Mac sales were up 39%. Jesus Breaking Christ. their previous sales records. Wow. They continued increasing throughout the four-year-long campaign... And while critics said that the ad was adversarial and mean, not everyone felt that way. <laughs> okay, I would like you to say that to John Hodgman's face. <laughs> this isn't coming from me. I know, no, no, no. Just uh, whoever is saying that it's mean to... Like, what are they saying? <laughs> well, they okay, saying? I'm, I'm going to tell you what they're saying. Okay. Uh, here's one of my new favorite YouTube comments found on a compilation of Get a Mac ads. Excellent. This is from a YouTube user named Micah. It was posted two years ago. Yeah. And Micah says... I see this as a friendship. They can be a bit mean to each other, but they both appreciate each other. See at 2 minutes and 50 seconds, Mac and PC are being nice to each other, or at least trying. And at 2 minutes and 32 seconds, Mac is worried about his friend. They honestly care for each other overall, while not comparing each other. They truly are friends, and Mac knows they will both have a place for different people. It's quite beautiful, actually. There. Boyfriends! <laughs> Here it is. There. First. Boyfriends! Oh. Wow. Mm. I like it now. It's beautiful, actually. That's so, it's actually really nice. So whether you're Team Apple or Team Mac, maybe there is a chance that we could put aside our narcissism and find peace, even if it's just for the length of an ad spot. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Do you want to see the boys? I want to see the boys so much. What years were they? 2006, 2006 to 2010. Okay. Wow. Gee. Those were... Those were our university those years. Those were the college those years. Those were when we were little guys. That was saved we're, by the bell the college years for we, me. <laughs> we were all Justin Long's back yeah, then. Yeah, we were. Now we're John Hodgman's. <laughs> yep. And you know and what? And proud. And proud and sexier for it. Yeah. We had our glow up. We're glowing up, baby. <laughs> Boys to men. men. <laughs> That's us. 
Let's see these boys. Yeah, if you want to see these boys, uh, there will be a link in uh, the description of this episode and also in our sources. We'll return after these messages. Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC. You know, we use a lot of the same kinds of programs. Yeah, like Microsoft Office. But uh, we retain a lot of what makes us us. But you should see what this guy can do with a spreadsheet. It's insane. <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah, and he knows that I'm better at life stuff, like music, pictures, movies, stuff like that. Well, what, what, what exactly do you mean by better? By better, I mean making a website or photo book is easy for me, and for you, it's not. Oh, oh that kind of better. Yeah. I, I was thinking of the other kind. What other kind? Welcome back to the show. Hey, Al. Yeah. You know the tweet that's going around that um, it uh, it tells you if you were born in 1989, you are currently the age that George Costanza was when Seinfeld started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of freaked people out. Yeah. Now, we're older than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we currently <laughs> are the same age as John Hodgman in that commercial. That's a lot to sort of take in. <laughs> That's a lot to take on board and to process and to deal with. I had an inkling. He's he's, he's thirty five. He's thirty five in there. And we have similar facial hair to him. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say we we got the Justin Long going on too. <laughs> wow. I did equate to him. Like here's here's the thing. Those commercials don't work on me anymore. Yeah. Because I see myself in John Hodgman's 35-year-old man body. <laughs> they didn't... When they made those commercials, they didn't account for trans masks. <laughs> and they should have. Now, again, Justin Long, sporting the spotty goatee. Yeah, exactly. It was a choice back then. It's not a choice now. This is all we can... <laughs> we can all... We can grow. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing our best. best. <laughs> okay, so that's about... That's about how, and it was kind of cute. I like that you picked this ad because yeah. they're kind of bros. They're kind of like being friendly. They're like frenemies, you know. And uh, it's quite beautiful, actually. It is actually really nice. And they're saying, you know, we're both good at stuff. And Jess Along says, you know, I'm good at Life music stuff. and yeah. photos and like, you know, things that cool kids are into. Things that just regular people do who aren't fucking hacker nerds. And then John Hodgman's like, I'm good at spreadsheets. And <laughs> Which makes me so sad because I, I am good at spreadsheets. <laughs> I know so many people in our life who are like really, really good at spreadsheets, and that's really impressive and to me. Proud of it. Right? <laughs> I can color code a spreadsheet like nobody's business. I know all the formulas. So like now in 2022, when we're all the age of John Hodgman, we're like, yeah, man. We're good at spreadsheets, <laughs> and that's valuable. That's in here, here's the thing, and I, maybe I'm jumping the gun to like 2022, yeah. what we would do. But like, f- man, dude, you can, you can, hey, you can be good at photos and music on your phone. Yeah, you don't need a laptop anymore. No one fucking uses a laptop anymore. All my students don't have laptops. Yeah, they have their phones and maybe a tablet. Um, so guess what, just along. I feel like there's also, like, a minor generational gap for us with this ad because it's, like, you know, when in the early 2000s we were of the age where we were, like, going online and making HTML and learning to code and stuff like that, like, for fun. Yeah. And then the generation that came after us was just, like, had a more easy-to-use internet experience. Well, I would say yes and no because I'm still 
kids still don't know how to attach an attachment to an email. Well, exactly, which like, is why they, just, which is why Mac appeals to them because it's like it's easy. It's easier. Okay, I see. I see. I see. Whereas you know we also, were more hands on. If you would to tell me, tell them like why do you buy a Mac? It's because it is what everyone has and what they see, mm. and it's like more expensive, so that means it's better. Um, but I will. I digress on that. <laughs> I have I have a Mac laptop for one reason and one reason only. Yeah, why? And that's when I open it up, I can immediately start using it. Well, I can do that too. Well, I couldn't on any that's other true. PC laptop I've ever. Owned. That's true. It, just in the last like ten, I would say ten years, you can start doing that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I understand that. <laughs> you know what drove me crazy on an uh, on a Mac on every Mac I've ever fucking used is when it was thinking and it was thinking really hard and it had the little spinny wheel. Yeah, and it was a co- like a color spinny wheel. I hated that thing. I like it because I have like anything that is in chromatic order. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, everything I owned was sorted that way. You are a Mac. I there, I don't know if I've told you this story before, yeah. but there was a set of books in our high school library. Yeah. Uh, and they were books about different countries in the world. And so they were alphabetical, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But all the spines were different colors. Okay. So what I did was I resorted all of the books to be in color order, and then the librarian yelled at me. Did you do this over one day or did you do this over a period Well, of I had time? to do it over one day because yeah. if I it took longer, they would have, yeah. you know, it would have been more of a game of cat and mouse. This decision that you made, yeah. it's like this is aesthetically pleasing to me. Yeah, it was a very like <laughs> neurodivergent decision that I made. Though I like that. You're taking the power like, "Hey, the world's not built for me, so let me let me build it a little for me. Let, let me, me get a let treat. me make this look nice. Let me make a color tree. I like that." Listen, I love a color tree. <laughs> Sometimes it's what gets me through. Yes. And spreadsheets. Yes. Well, you spreadsheets can be a color treat. That's true. That is true. Hey, it's 2022. It's 2022. Things are different. Things are different. We're 35. (laughs) Soon 30s. Hey, actually, when this is coming out, maybe I'm 36. Yeah. Um, My birthday is soon. Uh, I've been told that 36 is still mid-30s. I can still say mid-30s. Well, yeah. Okay. Is the mid not from, like... Three to seven. Three, seven. It's I would mid. say no. I would say it's four, five, six. Okay. I would say four, five, six. Thirty-six sounds extremely mid to me. <laughs> Once you're thirty-eight, you're bottoming. Um, uh, okay. Thirty. We're, 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 in, we're in the mid thirties. We're yeah, in the thirties. Let's do it. I think. Okay, everyone has an iPhone. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't either. Okay, we're not everyone. We're not the Justin <laughs> we're, Long. We're talking about consumer we're groups. Kind of I think, I think our age group, the John Hodgmans of the world. Yeah. We are in the point in our lives where we're excited about spreadsheets. Yes. Yeah. So I think we're going to have John Hodgman. Okay. But aged back into his Oh, he's a baby he's, again. He's a baby again. Okay, we used our technology. And then John Hodgman when he's older. Okay. Because he's 51. Yeah. And we're going to make it Gen X versus Millennials. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I hate that for us. Because I think Gen X, I think Gen X maybe went Apple yeah. a lot harder than we did because it was the alt. It was the alternative like thing. Yeah. So they're still pulling the, the Macs and they're like, I'm a Mac. John Hodgman, 51 years old. I'm a, I'm a Mac. I'm a Gen Xer. I buy my cell phones because uh, I have money. <laughs> 
And millennials are like John Hodgman from 35, you know, when he's 35. I'm a PC because I can spend $800 on a laptop that, and that's all I got. That's all I got, bud. That's maybe all I have. So, um. Truly the, like, PC laptop that I had before I bought my MacBook was I had just lost my job. Yeah. And I didn't have a laptop because the laptop that I had been using was from work. So I had to buy, like, a $200 laptop that was, like, off the back of the truck. Yeah, man. And it sucked so much ass (laughs) but it was there for you it was there for me until i had a job again and i had some money that i could spend on a computer that would actually fucking work here's the thing my my computer i uh my computer does not have a lot of memory as we've as i have to every time we record i have to delete something off of my one time you had to delete world of warcraft and that was like not that long ago look i'm always looking to go back I'm craving it sometimes. Anyway, my my computer is not much going on. Yeah. But you know what it can do? It can go on the fucking internet. <laughs> and that's all you need, baby. Truly. You don't even need a word processor anymore. We have Google it's Docs. It's really, it's, uh, the yeah, the only things that I really use on my laptop are the internet and my little um, pixel color game. <laughs> you have to download that to your... Yeah, it's on wow. Steam. Oh, it's on Steam. Yeah, all you need, you need a Steam Deck. You know, fucking, we use Audacity. It's fucking free. Yeah. Like, I don't need my computer for a lot. I just need the internet. And so what What the PC people are telling you, what the uh, uh, John Hodgman from 35 years ago is, you just need a fucking $200 computer? It'll, it will go... You pop on Chrome on that, motherfucker. You can be cruising porn whenever you want. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. And then the, the millennial... Or, sorry, the Gen Xer was like, I paid... $5,000 for this computer. I don't know how much. <laughs> but the porn is so crisp. <laughs> I can see every yeah. pixel of no, this OnlyFans. I can edit. I can edit the my porn. You know those porn music videos? Oh, That's yeah. What doing. <laughs> Who does that? We, uh, home movies. Home movies. Look, pay for your porn, okay? Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. I don't know if that made any sense, but. You know, we got somewhere. We got somewhere. And we didn't talk about TikTok, so. <sighs> we didn't talk about TikTok. And that's a blessing. Yep. Okay. You ready for a local I ad? would love a local Okay, ad. we'll settle in because I have something to say. Oh, no. Okay. Um, as you know, I'm a big race car oh, fanboy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we're, 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 the champion has been crowned. We okay. have four more races. It's a little boy. It, he is a little boy. <laughs> he is a little man. He is, they are all little mans. Um, and so very soon, actually close to when this comes out, um, we're, we're nearing our last races of the year. Wait, you said the champion was crowned. Yeah. So why are they still racing? Well, he, okay, well, this is, he has enough points that no one else can win. Oh, okay. He's so good at well, driving would, the car. Why do they bother then? I, well, I don't know, who knows? They booked, they booked everything. They've spent a lot of money. A lot of people, they just, basically you buy a ticket to watch the cars go very fast. Anyway. One of my favorite drivers. Uh-huh. He does not have a seat for next year. Oh, that's sad. He's not. He's not coming back. So I have a local ad Ooh. featuring him. Ooh. It's a local British ad Ooh. about a company that I'm not going to tell you what they do. Okay. I want you to guess. Okay. Hey, can I ask you a quick question yeah, before please. we go to the ad? Uh-huh. Um, you know the other drivers that didn't yeah. um that, uh, <laughs> yeah? that d- didn't beat him. Uh-huh. Uh, why didn't they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why didn't they uh, <laughs> why didn't they go faster <laughs> Juggles is possessing <laughs> Al he's not even here 
By the way, I'll ask that question to my father, and he's still talking about that. <laughs> he's still talking. I'm about here that. to ruin sports for everybody. I love it. I love it. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's watch. Okay, X. What's that? Dunno. A perfume, maybe? Are you okay? I'm more than okay. I'm okay, X. Nah. Sounds more like a race car to me. Okay. A rapper? Okay, X, don't you see I am an animal? I don't know. A celebrity endorsed cereal. Okay, X. It's great for the whole family. It's a new TV series. It's an okay, X. Take him down. You know, it sounds like one of those genius football formations. Okay, X, okay, X. Go on there and shuffle who you are. Is it a wrestler? An energy drink. The miracle fertilizer? Magic. A cult? Okay, X isn't any of these things. It's your new favorite crypto trading app. Oh, crypto. It's a local. It's a local ad, as in, as in. Oh, Al's got it. You dare, you dare bring crypto on my podcast? Yeah, we got it, bud. It's a, it's a local ad because this ad is not going to be seen for very much longer because it is shutting down. <laughs> Okay, then it's And that's ad. why I want uh, This fucking sponsor sponsors a fucking Formula One race car. Wow. That's where they put their money. Which one of those was the boy? The Well, the race car boy. The one with the oh. cape. The mm. one with the car and the cape. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> that's Daniel Ricardo, folks. Oh, okay. He's a, he's a funny little man. We love him. Uh, he does not have a seat next year, and we're going to miss him. Can I say the guy that was, like, the main, the of the main, two, there are two people sort of, like, you know, having a conversation in a cafe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a bus comes by, it says OKX on it, and they try to guess what it might be. Yeah. And we get all these vignettes of different possibilities. Can I say the guy that was having that conversation? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? my. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, mighty fine. I'm so glad that. You don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't understand what crypto was, because, yeah. boy. Um, Here's the thi- weird thing about F1 is, like OKX, people who pay for advertisement on F1 cars, a lot of the companies, A, are really bad yeah. crypto stuff, or B, they're just shell companies. <laughs> so when you look, you're like, what does this company sell? And you go online, and it's like a you know a small shell company of Philip Morris. Yeah. <laughs> or oil companies. Can I just say, I think the whole world would be a better place if shell companies sold shells. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a local ad that features an F1 driver, please send it to us. <laughs> oh, no. Accurates at gmail.com. Ugh. And what else? I don't know. I'm worn out, man. Okay. Oh, no. We have another if you, one. To... If you have an ad that involves crypto, don't send it unless they're defunct. <laughs> yeah, don't send it unless you're... Or I'll make that noise again. <laughs> Uh, adcreeps at gmail.com or you can go on our Twitter at Adcreeps. Ad creeps, yeah. Ad and hey, if you if you have been enjoying this season and you've been having a good fun time and stuff, we would love for you to write us a review on Apple Podcasts. That yeah. would actually kick so much ass. We're rounding. We're rounding down. We're rounding down to the end of the season. Yeah. We'll have an update for you on that probably next week. Yeah. But uh, 
would love a review. Would love a review. Would love a little, a tasty little review. And uh, hey, thanks for the memories. Bye, Fallout Boy. <laughs> Until next time, we are <laughs> signing, signing off. You're going to test our mic. Is that where the purr comes out? Yeah. The face region. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> Put that at the end of the episode. <laughs> Papa Bear. Just told me. To put on. My best blue, blue jeans. Jeans. Uh, I'm over here. I'm over here. And Tico's over there. Tico is. I can't hear her. Oh, there she is. She's behind me. She's behind you. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs>